we're going to try something different tonight. I'm going to just start here. I'm going to introduce myself. We have, uh, Levi and I have a couple of other people on, so we'll just say a little something about ourselves, and then we're going to actually divide this episode up into segments so we can start uploading on YouTube, hopefully, right? Yeah. Try our right. Try, try our hand at getting uh, censored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, So I'm Boone, Boone Holding. I, I'm a part of this show, The Independent Thinking Texans, and I do radio and play music uh, throughout the state of Texas, and... Uh, just thought to be a part of a show like this to add my thoughts to the uh, dialogue. Yeah, I'm Levi Stroud, and uh, uh, I'm local resident here in Medina. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, we, me and you, we used to live right down the road, so we've known each other for quite a while, and I'm just here to throw my, fo- my throw my thoughts in there as a as an independent thinking Texan. And you're a furniture maker as well. And I am a furniture maker. Yeah, yeah which is a great craft, yeah. man. That's cool. And. Uh, I'm Jeremy Stroud, Levi's brother. Uh, they decided to call me up and see if I had anything inter- interesting to say in the crazy world we live in right now about some of those things. There's 100% sure you have something <laughs> interesting to say. 100% and you, sure. And you, and you, and you, uh, you do, you're in the construction I'm field. I'm in the construction, yeah. We build some custom homes and have some fun while we're doing it. Love the life out here. I love it, man. I love that. And then Joe? Yeah, I'm Joe Stroud. I'm the old man of the bunch. And, uh, Y'all know Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retired military and from construction and uh, living in the world that we live in now compared to the world that was that I grew up in back in the 70s it's freaking amazing and I'm trying to watch my language tonight <laughs> <laughs> it's all right man yeah. you know you just be speak out of passion that's the main thing um, all right so we're gonna start with segment one and uh, you know, we we're just talking about how local issues are probably much more effective to pay attention to, but in this day and age, you know, uh, a stroke of a pen by one person can change a lot of people's lives. So uh, Joe Biden was inaugurated, and, and no one really had a chance really to talk about him. And I, I personally, you know, I hate being on that ship of like, as soon as someone's elected, you're just like, damn, you know, start criticizing them because that does no good. You know, it does no good. But at the same time, you know, the people that do defend Joe Biden, you know, from people who attack him, they say, come on, you know, give Biden a chance. And, you know, I have to sit back and say, how many chances are you going to give this guy? I mean, you know, he, this guy's been in office for, for 50 years, 40, 40 it's going to be 50 by the time it's over if he lives sure. through this, yep. uh, the, the next four years of, of his presidency, you know? Well, I mean, he's, I mean, you know, I could die. He is old. Right? I mean, yeah. you know, if he makes it through this term, for he sure. is given another four years. So it will be over 50 by for the sure. time his term is over. And, uh, you know, man, I just, I just, I, I, I want to give, I, I always want to give people a chance again, but I, I don't think this is going to go good. You know, I just, you can look at his body of work, like, at when do you, at when does speaking the truth become so outlawed that you can't even look at things objectively, you know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, it or was having one, a different opinion. Yeah. It was one thing about Trump, though, and I, I was never a big Trump fan because he came in off the apprentice and the you're fired thing, you know, that always, you know... Just, I just wasn't a big fan of him personally. Right. But at the same time, I was very interested to see what this new age was going to look like of having someone who was a little bit of an outsider being the president. Like, we don't know what he's going to do. It's, it's kind of a toss-up. And in the age we live in, I think it was a little bit exciting because it's like, man, we need something new. Right. And I think that's why there was a movement behind him. But uh, with Biden, it's like he's been in office for so long. So 
pass it over to one of you guys. Want to take take over? What do you think about Biden, Joe? It's not the seventy. I'm gonna give him clap. He has accomplished one thing, <laughs> and Bubba, it makes me sick. The fact that he that men can now get into women's sports, into women's locker rooms, into women's restrooms. It's going to be to the point, you know, and nothing against transsexuals. Hey, that's what you want to do. That's what makes you happy. You do it. But you don't need to go, especially if you still have your junk, you don't need to be going into the women's restroom. So what exactly did Joe Biden sign? He signed an order. What he did, I believe, right, is he signed an order that allows female athletes to compete in male sports, correct? Levi... Yeah, I think he also signed an executive order that uh, allowed transgenders also to serve in the military as well, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay, okay. See, Uh, yeah, what do you think about that, the military? So the sports one's obvious to me. That's obvious. I mean, Right, yeah, the sports one, yeah, that's that's totally obvious. The military one, uh, you know, I... I've never served in the military myself, so I can't really speak about, you know, what, what the relationships are like in the in the barracks and stuff like that but i'm i've got to imagine that would make things uncomfortable for i mean you know and nowadays i don't know if you find that uncomfortable they might just kick you they might just vet you from the military because you know because they just assume you're a trump supporter so hey i will say (laughs) hold on on, wait wait hold on not everybody is a is is a trump supporter that thinks like that Right. You know, like Boone, you know, he made it into he was made it into president, and he was doing real good as a businessman in president in the president, not a politician. Hey, he hey. was not a politician. <laughs> yeah, that's the interesting but, thing about Trump, definitely. You know, and he could have done things. Let's let's be honest. He he's not a savior, and he's not. He no. was sort of a middle of the road. He yeah. was a good president. He went and he fought, but he he's. He's fascinating for what he represents, something new, a new right. idea. But I will say, Levi, I have a question for you, dude. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot right now, dude. All okay, right. so you're a reenactor, right? Yeah. Trans, transgenders and reenactments. Transgenders what do you think? <laughs> they allowed hey, yes or no? You know, I don't think there's, a, I don't think there's any, <laughs> any bylaws in the reenacting thing that would have that would disallow transgenders, as long as they're not sleeping in my tent. Yeah, no, that's a, so, that's a social issue. You know? That's a social issue. No, it's it's a, t- 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 being in the military. Being in the military with transgenders in the military when I was in would never have cut it, you know, because you didn't even come out, you know, gay people didn't even come out. Whereas it being in the military now where gay people come out, and you know, you, you figure a gay person and he knows you're not gay, you know, but he's your comrade in arms, he's there for your back. You know, if you got my back, buddy, I don't care. If yeah, you're gay. yeah. I think yeah. most people you really know, do feel that way. You got my back. I don't care what you're doing. I see. I, I, yeah. It has nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm with you too on that, man. I think, I think, I think in the military, it's not as big of a deal to me. Again, I didn't serve, so I don't really but probably have to say so. But transgender, you know, now, but now you're speaking of did the as the person going through all the operations. To become transgender, to actually you know, be effective, you know. Oh, where, oh, oh! I see what where, you mean. To where the anatomy has literally been changed. Is it a boy or a girl? You know. Well, well, the thing is, is can they do the job that they need to do? I mean, that's got to be military. the most important. Yeah. That's got to yeah. be the most the important thing. But here's right. the thing about sports, dude. Look, look, man. I mean, come on. I, it, socially, 
mentally, like spiritually, if that's what you want to do, who, anyone who has a problem with it, they've got a problem. That's the way I yeah, see it. Yeah, but when you talk about that? a physical, see, don't like like that's you can't change that physically. Like that's a physical right. thing that that's you just cannot change. Men and women, are you just cannot right? allow that. Women you are can't, built differently. They're supposed to do something differently. Yeah, I think no, the frame is different. Yeah. Right, right. They're 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 built for something yeah. different than what men are built for. That's we right. think differently. This is a common thing between men and women. It's being uncommon. We don't think the same. You know what I mean? I think that's part of the biggest issue with this executive order that he passed is not that he involved people together and said, hey, let's all come together. It's the fact that he took away something from women. He said, you know what? You don't get to do your sports and compete with yourselves. You have to now involve men who want to step up and claim to be females. But hey, males have the same opportunity. Females can become and go play in male sports, right? Yeah. But we're going to, is it mean to say that a man is built physically stronger? The average man is built physically stronger than the average woman. Would well, you agree? E, e, oh, well, absolutely. I mean, just in well, even if you get so even if you get hormonal changes and things, your frame is just bigger. Yeah. Your bone structure is bigger. Sure. The density is more. It, it's just different. You, I mean, it, it's just anyway. there, there's there's no to the physical aspect. There is no doubt that of a male that is that that looks at at, at herself as a female that converts over. They, they should. They could be able to do that. That's fine. There is no way they should be able to play a female sport. For there's sure. no, especially sure. a combat sport. Oh, and, yeah. and guess what? Look, and there's a there is a, a there is a lady or you know a was a man transgender yes. that fought in MMA named Fallon Fox. Yes. yes. Look it up, man. Yes. And and even need an opponent yes. viciously. It was viciously. Bad. You know, and uh, you know, you have to ask yourself, man. It's like that should not be sanctioned. There's no way whoever did sanction that to me should that should be way more spoken about because it's not a social or like a, a mental thing. I have nothing against that. Anyone who does, it's their problem. Yeah. You know, they you can do whatever you want in this life. You're hurting no one else. You need someone in the face that's a girl. Yeah, you're hurting yeah, someone else. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't have even been allowed. I yeah. can't believe it. But you have any it's thoughts not. on that, Levi? No, I think that's that's pretty much covered. Joe, I, Joe I Biden. Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. That's what I was just thinking about. I don't know he how signed we this started out because he signed this. About he, Biden, then, yeah, so. I know how, that's how we're talking about uh, Biden. But I was thinking we could switch it over to another thing. You know, uh, another thing about Biden. Uh, what do you get? What do you guys think about how he's going to legalize that? What? How many? How many illegal immigrants is he going to oh. make a citizen through oh, executive yeah. order? Or, 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 does, or did he already? Order. Or did he already do it? I've heard that he's going to do it. No. I, well, I don't not, know enough not, about it. I've, read, I've seen a little bit about this, I but like I, I don't that. know enough. I can't remember what the number is, but I, but I have yeah. heard about that. And uh, Anytime you put illegal or illegal immigrants above the people of your own country shows your integrity to the position that you are holding. Yeah. Which is not very good. Well, you know, and that's the other thing you too, know? Joe. Remember, this is the same. These are the same, and Levi. This is the same, uh, and Jeremy. <laughs> this yeah. is the same Congress that approved six hundred dollars to each American. Yeah, while giving free. while giving majority of the whole entire yeah. bill of wages to the rest of the world Billy, is now going to. Yeah. But but and Levi and I talked about this. You know, a lot of the mass migrations and the movement in the world that is coming from impoverished people, and some a lot of it's gang and bad people, of course. I don't deny that. But I'm also saying it is people displaced 
from war-torn places, from our own policies sure. that we've allowed as a society for too damn long. And uh, these things come home to roost. And we kind of talked about that yeah. last time. And I, I don't believe that they should be able to come in. I'm not saying that. We can't. Look at us. Yeah, are you kidding me? Are, well, and not yeah. only that, not only that, <laughs> not only that, we, we're, we are in trouble. We're in a cultural as a nation. pandemic as well. Yeah, we're oh, in a cultural. Amen. Let me even more than a pandemic. What we're in is a is a political, a political catastrophe. Like really this is, is a lot of years of really bad policy coming home to roost. I don't think that gets enough attention. The pandemic has masked that. You look, look at what's caused the real problems this past year. What's caused the real problems? Not the pandemic. No. The politicians sure. well, and the policies from the pandemic maybe started it. Now, it could have been handled much different. For there sure. is no doubt about it. And there was people even now it's recorded. There was people in the United States of other statures that, that don't get as much attention saying the same stuff that they're saying now that we can do. Like we need to be we need to have an open economy, but just be smart about it. They were saying that in March. Right. You know, like we're not stupid people. We're yeah. getting treated that way. We're getting treated and, that and, way. And, and people are tired of it, and now it's crossed the line. And right. you see, people are not... I don't think this is going to revert back. I think people, no, a lot of I people think, have been affected by this in a yeah. bad way. So yeah. when I said pandemic, I was actually being kind of sarcastic about the whole thing. <laughs> oh, it's kind of weird that we would let so many migrants into a country where we've been told and yeah. preached upon and reported on daily how much this pandemic is growing. Personally, don't believe it's such a big deal, right? But what if I told you they were wearing two masks each? Two? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. Hey, but you know, those are, you know, two masks is only 75% effective. Three masks yeah. is 90% effective. 90% yes. effective. Five, and yes. you can what if hey, I cover your face and listen, your nose. And five masks, five masks, you can run for office. Yes. Wow. You can run for office, okay? Man. You might even get elected. I wish I made you know? enough money to buy five yep. masks. You might even you might even get favored in, in uh, voting machines if you were fired. <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about Biden. I'm fixing to go in. I'm old, so I'm going. Joe's to not going to make it to segment two, but we're well, going to let you have the closing statement, okay. Joe, on Biden. You want to make me happy, Biden, and and yes, and just a lot of people. Legalize, legalize marijuana federally. Yes, Joe. Yes, the federal legalization of marijuana. Just like alcohol, you idiot. Dude, Joe, that is so, one thing you can mandate. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> All right, segment two here. And uh, Joe has gone inside. He has left us, left us on a great point. Uh, legalize it there, Mr. Biden. Uh, all right, Levi and Jeremy are still with us, and segment two is uh, uh, more of the same. Uh, not this, not necessarily about Joe Biden, but his administration that is coming in now. And uh, Levi, if you want to read off some of the names, you can go ahead. Yeah, man, some of his news. So his new administration for national security, we got the Secretary of State is uh, Anthony Blinken, Secretary of Defense is retired General Lloyd Austin, uh, Homeland Security is uh, Alejandro Mayo. Mayorkas, maybe I I might be absolutely slaughtering that. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a fair pronunciation. Uh, Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines, and uh, Ambassador of the United Nations Linda Thomas Greenfield. And then, uh, but check this out. And then, yeah, the, we, that's just national. Yeah, defense. now you got I mean, now you, you got, got Janet Yellen, of, who is the head of yep. the Federal Reserve. Yep. We know. You know, if you're a Ron Paul fan, you know about a little bit about old Janet Yellen. You know, <laughs> I guarantee you that much. 
And uh, the other one on here that I, I was, Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, uh, that guy, he was interesting. I remember oh, yeah. seeing him in the Democratic debates a little bit. Yeah, who was the I didn't Secretary watch that much, but I did he, see him one time. Have you seen the Secretary of War on there? I believe uh, the Secretary of War is uh, some sort of uh, CEO on a weapons manufacturing I I would not uh, be surprised if we can we we will have to dig into these people deeper I guarantee it's not good but Susan Rice um uh the um who's the first one here what's this guy's name again um What's this guy's name? Oh, yeah. a- a- Anthony, Anthony Blinken. Blinken. Yeah, Anthony Blinken. Secretary There's a few of these people that have a long history uh, in in these old administrations, right. and 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 you're gonna see more of the same. This administration, really, this should be a pretty short segment because this administration, man, all it's gonna prove is that people were right about how corrupted our government was. You're gonna really, what a time for a government like this to come in and show their ineffectiveness. <laughs> yeah. They are gonna do that. Everyone's yeah. watching. Both sides are watching, you know. What do you think the Democrats are going to get done, Jeremy? And I don't um, mean the Democrats. I don't mean Democrats. I don't mean well, that. That's what it is. Good, yeah. Actually, but I mean Joe I Biden and his administration. What if it's more long-term politicians? That's what's going to get done. Yeah. Biden's been in the game for a long time, almost 51 years we were talking about earlier after this presidency is done. That's insane. 51, 51 years of being in our, in our politics. Uh, uh, somebody's supposed to be serving us right you and hiring the same people that right. have been around through and other administrations he didn't make yep. some new friends over the last four years yeah you know what i'm saying he's had yeah. the same old friends yeah that have been going on last time biden was in office gas was how much like four some dollars a gallon Dude, i'm trying i, I really you know don't like saying? the hard on people i'm just gonna say it just because it's there but like joe biden met old friends that are new friends yeah, yeah. no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding uh, i should have said it man i should have said it no he's he's if, a, he's, if he remembers them yeah no nah, he's it's cool i don't want to do that i did it but it was just there you know yeah. you know but he yeah I, I think more of the same i think i remember so i lived in santa fe New Mexico, which is a, a pretty liberal spot, man. You know, and I remember the day we moved in, there was anti-war protests going on uh, in that in that town. And one thing about Santa Fe and some of those spots is that politically, really in every in a lot of ways, people are more active. You know, within the towns, they ride their bikes everywhere, they walk more places, they, you know, they're they're active politically more, and. Uh, Man, there's a lot of protesting going on. I remember that was at the end of the Bush administration, coming into the first years of the Obama administration. And uh, then the Libyan war happened. I remember that. Uh, the Libyan war was a big one, man, because I, like a lot of the people who would probably be, and I don't know them anymore, I don't really talk to them anymore, but I'd imagine that just from their, the way they looked at the world back then, they would probably be like in the Antifa category today, right? right. I mean, I protested at those people against the Libyan war. That was in a Joe Biden, he was the vice president, and Susan Rice, I know, had wherewithal in that as well. You know, she had some doing in that as well. And there was some of those names. Samantha Powers is on his new administration or is going to get, you know, uh, uh, voted in maybe. And, uh, man, it's just, again, I, I think... Man, I just, somewhere in my heart, man, I could be completely naive for this, but I just always kind of have a faith that though it's just, what's going to happen is going to happen. Right. You know, we can sit here and just dive into things. Like, what's going to happen is going to happen. You can't control anything. Yeah. No one can. Nope. No one person can. But that's the thing is, someone people and few people act like they can. Exactly. And I love to just sit back and, and uh, 
you know, and I hate to wish it upon him, but there's no way that one administration, I don't care, not even Donald Trump's administration, is going to save the chaos that has been created over the past, especially over the past hundred years, with yeah. just printing, printing value. The, the distortion of value is a big problem. Jeez. People don't even know what value means anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just all been printed and created. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a bankrupt system. You know, and uh, it's it's, it's kind of grim to say that, but it doesn't mean that we all die and go away. It just means that, you know, like, like uh, Jason Isbell wrote in that song, maybe it's time you let the old ways die, man. Maybe. You know, Bob Dylan, yep. the times, they are changing. Buffalo Springfield, there's something happening. <laughs> Shut up, dude. We, dude, we fucking get it. We fucking get it. <laughs> if you bring up another song... Uh, but uh, uh, any anything yeah. on that, Levi? I'll hand yeah, it over no, to you. Yeah, no, I mean, you hit the nail on the head right there with the Federal Reserve and the and the distortion of wealth in this country. I mean, earlier we were talking about how uh, you know how what's happened in this country over the past year is just unimaginable. You know, it's really it's it's really unfathomable. But it's the only reason it even is fathomable is because of institutions like the Federal Reserve. They couldn't have just shut the entire economy down and just bailed everybody out. If they didn't have the Federal Reserve, if they didn't have those magical money printers back there ready and willing to distort our money to, and not even, you know, it, when you distort the money, you distort everything about society. You distort all, the entire marketplace. Like you said, you just, you devalue the wealth, or not the wealth, the value devalue the value of, of value yeah, no no right. you just devalue you get what I'm saying. that didn't yeah, sound yeah. right but you get what i'm saying i do get what to you're where saying. people don't even understand what value is anymore yeah. money doesn't represent you distort value, value yeah exactly and so this whole system that we all complain about it really is only made possible through the federal reserve and and now janet yellen yeah. is, is is responsible for the treasury you yep. know i mean i mean that's yeah the head of the federal reserve it's more of the same, yeah, I mean, for yeah, sure. Oh, but, yeah. but again, it's the worst time yeah, for them to be more, more the same. same. It's exactly. on them. That falls exactly. on them. And, this and, is all coming... Because you know what? The only thing keeping the Federal Reserve afloat is, is trust. That's the only thing keeping our dollar afloat, is the world's uh, trust in our... Uh, trust isn't the word I'm looking for right there, but... Uh, you uh, Believe yeah, that it's real? Yeah. Faith right. in the system. Faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Faith in the system. That's trust the only is thing, good. That's yeah. the only thing that's keeping it afloat. Yeah. Is people's not, trust in that system. No, and right. when people that's start right. to see that it's that it's not going just down, in America either. Right. Overseas, exactly. people that's buying. The, exactly. I mean, Overseas is the only thing. That's all of a sudden, people stop investing in, in what yep. they have been, been investing in. And okay, uh, we're going to cut this segment off. Jeremy, is there anything you want to leave us with on that segment? Because I want to jump over to one uh, to the next segment that ties into this one on segment three. No, we're good, man. Okay. We're going to jump over. We're going to be right back on segment three. All right, segment three, and uh, we were just talking about the the Federal Reserve and how, you know, I hate to beat that same old Ron Paul drum, but, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's the way, I, you know, after reading more and more, you know, papers and studies on the issue, I really do feel like that Ron Paul hit something with the financial sector being the real root cause, not just the financial sector, the Federal Reserve specifically, because they control the money supply, they control the distortion of value, everything, in every field, every every walk of life. Why does that matter to me? Why would I talk about that? Because it controls what's in your butt pocket. 
Well, we, or uh, your purse. But today, go ahead, Jeremy. Today, I want you to take some, over. Today, some people decided to step up and get into that market and cut into some money with this whole GameStop uh, stock market rise. Almost 1,200% a rise happened in the past, man, probably month. Real quick, like in the past two or three days, has been the big notice of when all this is. But this place. was a trend that was already going up for about a month. So it took some time, right? About a month ago, you were buying stock for. Four to six, eight dollars a share, depending, and then uh, and they slowly started getting to. So what happened was they had these short sales happen, and so what you can do is I can borrow some stock from Boone, and I can go sell it to Levi, and I want to sell it, and I think Boone is failing, and I think your company is going to fall, so I'm going to sell it to Levi for ten bucks, and then I'm going to come buy it back from Levi for four dollars, and I'm going to pocket six dollars out of that whole thing whenever this trade happens online, okay? And it's all virtual money, right? Where it's all getting played with. Well, we decided to play. What had happened was that GameStop had sold almost 140% of its shares borrowed to short sailors, okay? And these short sailors are hoping GameStop is failing. GameStop's been on the decline. I don't know, I'm almost 38 years old. When I was like 16, 20, I was in GameStop like every week, right? Like new games are coming out. We go to look at a oh, little I bit of strolled in. You know, you strolled in. Right? When we you can't place. afford a PlayStation, where do you go? <laughs> you dude? go play you know GameStop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, with online things like Stream, where you can stream video games straight to your PlayStation, and now you can download games to your Xbox or your PC. GameStop's kind of been dying. It's been on the downfall for the decline for about five years. Well, they oversold their shorts. And this group, Wall Street Bets on Reddit, and there was another one on another social media platform. I can't remember what it was. But they all got to talking, and they were like, let's go buy. And so what they did was they created this idea that GameStop is about to do something when they went and they spent a whole bunch of money on GameStop stocks. So when you buy a whole bunch in one stock, you actually raise the stock market a little bit because people show interest. So other people buy into it, right? Well, these short sailors... They wanted the stock to decline. Uh, well, when it started making money, they started losing money. And so they had to get out of it, and they sold their shorts for a loss of money. Well, when it did, it introduced money back into GameStop. And yeah. so we had a double compound. Wow. We, we bought a whole bunch in, and then they sold their stocks back and into And you said, we. You we. bought some GameStop. So I'm playing in the stock market. Yeah. I had GameStop about a month ago. Now, I wasn't involved in this. I didn't know anything about it. It's new to me. The other day, I actually opened so up hold on. Robin Hood, which is what has given <laughs> us this opportunity to mess with uh, so some money. Are you, you know? affected by this? Not. You know, it makes me excited. But not financially. Yeah. I did not yeah. make any money off of this trade, which is just not GameStop, just so you know. It's yeah, wait, uh, the AMC other one? Theaters. Wait, wait, wait. AMC, AMC is also, was also... There's, a, there's actually Buster, seven or wasn't eight. Wasn't Blockbuster under AMC? They were one yeah. time. Because, I, I mean, Blo I mean, I to me... Blockbuster technically exists anymore, Well, it? I, I want to say, someone was bringing up that Blockbuster was under one of these companies. Like, it, like they, had bought it, they had bought it out. Maybe it was AMC because there was movie actually, theaters. There's you know? actually like yeah. eight companies. But, but to me, if that's true, and I'll look it up, because if that's true, it's like the end of Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> When Shredder, you think he's dead? You thought Blockbuster? <laughs> yes. You thought Blockbuster was dead? Stock market. No. Here we go. Boom. Movie theaters dead forever? Really? Oh, whatever. Boom. Yeah. Shredder. You know? What a fascinating. What a fascinating thing. So, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think is going to happen because of this? Uh, do you think that it? So it's still going up because so they said like t it's this morning down. there was like down yeah, like yeah. like there was some. Yeah. 
What, what it's doing is showing that there is, we already knew, of course, but it's really proving there is like serious manipulation, obviously, we, in these markets. I for mean, sure. So what happened this time? So uh, what happened this time was, I think, apps like Robinhood uh, allowed people like you and I to step in with $1,000 <laughs> and make a little bit of money. And, um, you know, when you get average folk together on subreddits and they start talking and, and those thousand dollars turns into hundreds of thousands of dollars into, into millions of dollars and we decide to jump in and play the casino together, which is what these richer people have been doing forever, playing the casino, stock market goes up and down, it's a gamble. You're right. going to gamble your money. You might lose it all. You might win it all. And yeah. we stepped in and, and talked amongst each other. You won it all. Is it, is it insider <laughs> trading? Is what happened in the subreddit community, did that become insider trading? Because realistically, they directly affected the markets. Yeah. And caused so, so $3.3 I have a billion. Couple, dollars. A couple of questions off so that. So far. The first one is, what happened to Robinhood? What has happened to these companies? What well, they, side are they on? So Robinhood is a free company. Robinhood makes no money off of your trades. Okay, so Robinhood just allows you to go directly to the stock market without going through a broker. You don't have to put your money to somebody else. Nobody's making a percentage. So I, you can literally log into your phone. I'm not trying to promote Robinhood or anything. I just use Robinhood. No, you're right? telling us what just it is. Just tell yeah. you what Robinhood is, right? You log directly into your app. You look at the stock you want to buy into. You purchase directly through. It takes a couple seconds longer because you're not at the New York Stock Exchange, right? You're just on a computer. And you buy your stock, and then you sell your stock when you want to. And it's direct. And so what it's given you is the ability to make money. There's Ford sales for 4 6 $8 a share. You can go buy a share of stock, uh, so literally who, yourself. Who made the call to have uh, Robinhood pull the plug on buying stocks for GameStop? So Robinhood did that themselves. And what Robinhood right. did was they said it's so volatile right now because it rose... You know, 1,200%, and really over the past two or three days, it's been on the rise, but past two or three days was this massive rise, and Robinhood said it's so volatile that we're going to stop people from trading. So y'all might not know that um, earlier in 2020, a young man killed himself due to Robinhood. What had happened was he had invested a lot of money, and his account all of a sudden showed negative $750,000 or negative $75,000, and he got super depressed and killed himself, come to find out it was just stocks were flipping. It was Money is weird on a stock market. You got to really pay attention to how things play out because you might sell something and buy something and you got money in different spots and it hasn't balanced itself out yet. And come to find out, Robinhood actually took the time, uh, issued a statement that said, we're so sorry this happened. It wasn't Robinhood's fault. It just, the money was balancing itself out, balancing itself out. And it took a second to get there, and he saw the negative side of it. Dang it, man. And, that happened and, fast. And that happened. It's like, and, that act hey, escalated quickly, In dude. Las Vegas, <laughs> you have suicide windows. Whoops. You can't yeah. open a window more than four inches. Damn it. Because so many people have lost all their money and yeah. went and killed themselves. Yeah, okay. So, so and man, so uh, with... Uh, so, so you think they should slow it down? You think you no, you don't you don't you don't not at all. you That's disagree with them? Totally disagree. So okay, I'm in okay. Free market, I just wanted to clarify that. I, I, yeah. So what actually happened was that uh, so you know Robinhood allowed these subreddit users and not all of them but some of them to use Robinhood and affect the market and go in there and make some money, and then Robinhood closed it down and said you can't buy anymore. You can only sell the shares that you have. But the New York Stock Exchange didn't stop that. So the rich people still out there have access 
to this stock and the ability to do something with it. See, that's the side of it that I saw that's messed up. Oh, 100%. So now you have half of the game basically stripped. Now I understand. You know, it's, it's, it's like, I mean... You know that's crazy. That's what that's what's really crazy yeah, about oh, it, the yeah. reaction. So, do you think that they're going to come out and be so blatant that they are actually going to, they are they are going to crack down and make laws for people like like you, and not for Wall Street? Or do you think they're going to try? Do you think regulation has to come across the board, or what comes of this? Nothing. Well, you know, um, <laughs> you know, anytime people start talking about how their feelings might get hurt, we got to make a new law. Yeah. Some laws are gonna get made. Some laws are gonna get made. The real question is, is is was this was this insider trading? I asked that earlier. Did did a group of people get together and know that they were gonna impact the market this much and talk about it before they made the trades happen? That's that's the question, right? Because you're you're not allowed to get inside information from a company. Uh, if Boone owns a company and he comes to me and says, "Hey, Jeremy, I'm about to come across this massive deal right here. We're going to grow this much, or I'm about to have to shut my doors because I'm going to illegal. prison." I can't tell that to my stock people and then go make millions of dollars off of that, yeah. okay? Because that happened. But what happened was a group of three hundred thousand people plus came together. And uh, and and talked about how to affect the market, and they did it. And and really, praise right. to those people. Yeah, man. but, but they exposed to... something that was already being done. You right, it's kind of like hey, man. Yeah, but no. that's why I love Robinhood. Yeah. I don't think they. I I, I use Robinhood. Um, you know, I made money last year off of Robinhood. I'm happy. My money. I made it through stock market using Robinhood. Um, I think they're gonna allow trades to start again tomorrow morning on GameStop. I don't think they're going to do anything about it. I don't, like, I think it was, a, they said, whoa, something massive just happened here. Let's stop this and pause this to see where yeah. we become legally in this battle. Then they yeah. realize that we're making trades, and I think they're so, opening it up tomorrow morning, yeah. from what I've uh, read. Uh, Levi, do you know anything about Reddit? Have they been punished, or has anything happened from Reddit? I don't know if any action has been taken against Reddit. Uh, I don't really know yeah. much about even Reddit, really. I've never Reddit's been on a, Reddit. Well, Reddit's a, a like you said earlier, liberal-minded platform where you can go in there and talk about any subject you want to. Literally, you just type in in the search bar any subject you want to talk about, and there are people out there discussing it. And yeah. they're talking about Wall Street. They're talking about gardening. They're talking. Okay. <laughs> they're talking about uh, you know Indian artifacts. They're talking about feet fetish. Whatever you're into, <laughs> you can find it on Reddit. It's an open platform, right? Um, and from what I read last, like uh, Wall Street Bets, which was the subreddit of uh, those people talking, they decided to close their group and make it private. Okay, so but they did that personally. Reddit, yeah, nothing, right. no, but but no, no, you know, Amazon or or uh, who, I'm sorry, not Amazon, but who was it that closed down, that shut down Parlor? They didn't do any of that to Reddit. No, yet. no, no, no they, not they that I'm aware of. Now that other social media platform that I was telling you about it starts with a C. I cannot remember the name. I wish I could. Um, they did go in and close down their group, but they used the excuse that that group was using hate speech, <laughs> and they closed them down. Used that apparently they'd been being followed for a little while and had said some mean things about some situations. Yeah, they're the. Um, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, though, they were right for doing that because they are the only people on any platform. Uh, spewing any speech. any hate speech right now. Only I don't ever are. see that yeah, Facebook no, on any other no platform. Hate speech <laughs> Never. <else>. Never. No. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Levi, anything you want to add to that segment there, man? A little bit on... Uh, man, I, I don't no, really I know just, much about know, that, just, so thanks, yeah, Jeremy. You know, because, uh, you know we, we invited Jeremy on tonight because, like you just said, neither one of us 
really know any much about it. If I if I was to sit here and try and delve into the stock market, what do you I think? What do you, I'll ask you what I asked but, him uh, though. Well, well, I mean, I, w- I was gonna say though that. Uh, oh, see now you got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> I didn't mean uh, to. I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> I do think it's kind of funny how it's almost like, like Jeremy was just saying that people just took the stockbrokers' tricks and flipped them on them. You know, and to see them just, oh, all the time, most of the time. When's the last time you heard Wall Street dudes talk about how they want more regulation? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. man, come it, on. It, it was a and crazy now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, when their tricks are flipped on them, oh, they need regulation. They want Congress to get involved. And there's actually also a member of Congress who has put, who has put forward a, a request for Congress to uh, have the U.S. Justice Department look into Reddit. I mean, not Reddit, I'm sorry. Look into uh, Robinhood and Citadel, the company that owns Robinhood, and uh, look into them and see if there was any sort of, uh, what's the thing, in, in, insider banking or whatever it's called that you insider guys are talking about? Insider trading, yeah, or something like that with them, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I was going to say. Do you think I, real I regulation think, will come? Because they're, they're oh, going to crack down on people, small people. I think regulation will come, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. any, you know, uh, the classical saying, when it comes to power, is you never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah, never. Oh, that's all they never Emanuel. let any <laughs> old Rami. Yeah, you know they never let any uh, crisis go to waste. Yeah, this is seen as a crisis. There's a start. Lots of people. Uh, you know, this is affecting the lives of rich people of, of people with multiple uh, yachts. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they don't like that, <laughs> and they don't like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. interesting. And, and you know, and they, you know what else they don't like? You know what else the elites don't like? They don't like competition. And what's going to happen here, I think there's going to be some, there has to be regulation out of this. Because what this proves is that now the people, like you were saying, the people have learned how to play their game. How to take their game and flip it on its head. They have to change their game. They yeah, have to yeah, change something. At least something. change the game. Yeah. Yep. Or yeah, you're just going to have more of the same of this kind of thing yeah. happening. But first they have to find a way to rig the game, then they can create the new game, and then right. you know we all just get to playing. Yeah. <laughs> now, here we go again. Right? Now. But I will say that one thing that's beautiful about this, man, is bipartisan across the aisle. Everybody was smiling oh, when they saw this one. That's another thing I would, real quick. Real go quick, ahead. We'll uh, end on this thought right uh, here. One more thing I would, I would say about this is that, like you were saying earlier, to see Donald Trump Jr. and AOC agreeing on something. Talk about Biden uniting the country, man. Yeah. Biden's going to unite the country. Oh, he dude. Is, that's right. Thank you. I'll tell you, you what. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right. All right. Segment four. I do believe it's segment four unless I have forgotten, and I don't know why I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the next segment is uh, 2021, and this is my – this is kind of something – I write down, I don't want to say I make predictions because uh, I will fall on my face, but I've fallen on my face before. I'm not afraid to do it again, I guess. But uh, I see it, man. I, I kind of have seen this one. I, I felt this one that there's going to be some type of a reshift in media, but not just media, not just the old mainstream media. Of course, that's been reshifting for a while, but even in social media, which is crazy, because even though I did, we talked about that in, in, in earlier times, Levi, about, you know, would something else come along? And uh, I just, I, even though I did think it could happen, I did kind of expect one day it would. Man, it's crazy how fast. Because even Robinhood, that's that's a that's a Silicon Valley social media platform yeah. kind of in a yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it, differently, differently. We all talk about it. 
Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's created in the same light. Yeah, it's created I, by the same industry and the same right, formation. For sure. For sure. You know, it's one of those uh, those companies. But I'm just saying, like, look how fast it is evolving and changing. Media. Where yep. do y'all get your news from? The same place you got it from a year ago? No. Yeah, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> right? No. And it's crazy. Like page yeah. four or five of Google, maybe? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely it, not page one. It used to be Google. page seven. At the, it used to be seven B on the New York Times at the bottom. Yeah. Now it's page four in Google. Yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, man, and this is just something that I think about. And I think that you're going to watch this. Uh, Facebook, to me, I don't know what... The, I, I'm, I'm sure the Silicon Valley people, are. this is a really a huge red flag, and they really understand this. And, and, and one thing I will say, and I'm doing this personally... Any, t- I, I am not going to jump social media ship to other j- social media ships. It's not that relevant in my life. No, you know, the only thing right. it's really relevant for for me is connecting with people in my business. I love to meet people, anyways. Right. So let us open up. Let us go back to doing what we're doing. Bye bye. I don't really give a shit to be honest. Can we bring MySpace back? It, exactly. <laughs> let me have a pay- Let me have a top cold? eight. Yeah, let me know, have a top yeah. eight. I want to piss some people off. You know. I want to play some music. People know what's up. I <laughs> want that number nine in my life. I want them to feel it. <laughs> they need to strive. You know? <laughs> I yeah. need them to work I want harder. Them to, I want them to be better. <laughs> yeah. That's I want all them to is. be better. You're yeah. such a nice yeah. guy. <laughs> and I want to look around at, at whose top eight I'm not on, and I want to know. You know, no, I don't want to do that actually ever again. But uh, I do, I really do uh, feel like that before I ever get on any type of social media platform, I'm always going to do research into where it started, who started it, what they're doing. Because, man, you know, uh, what's that? There's a company, I believe it was Taylor Guitars. Someone said Taylor Guitars is now owned by its employees. When they start doing that, then maybe we'll come back to the table and start to pay attention. But as long as this consolidation of power goes into the hands of a few, I'm not on board with it. And uh, but uh, but it is it is changing, and all these new ones are coming up. I know that there's a guy named Dave Rubin who people who are in the podcast world are probably familiar with sure. the Rubin Report. You can watch that; it's fairly interesting. He's a pretty interesting guy, I think. And uh, he started something called Locals.com. So there's all these new ones that are coming up that aren't necessarily Silicon Valley either right. that I know of. Maybe he's invested by Silicon Valley or his investors are Silicon Valley, but it's just something to watch, man. Like right. m- m- We're all so used to a few media platforms, we were all connected. And now everybody is disconnected from each other again. Yeah. You know, people are not connecting. It's all pockets of groups, which, for better or for worse, I don't know if it's better or worse. I'm just a freaking... Way better. Right. Yeah, do sure, you, do sure. Do you think social media has had a, has had a positive impact on the life sure. that we have? Sure. Well, well, I don't, but I was yeah. saying by echo chambers, you know, do our echo exactly. chambers good either, you know? And maybe they are. Right. Again, maybe they are. I don't know. I really don't know. It's It would be a great thing to, to, to research and see, because I really, it's... You know, it seems like the world, when people can kind of focus on what their community's doing and, you know, the world does click, it seems yeah. to be better. And what different communities need is different in different places, For sure. right? right? There's a lot of difference right there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I mean, when it comes to social We're media, all <laughs> you know, I think that's a real mixed basket, you know? I mean, it's definitely got its pros and cons. And, and the cons list might be a little longer than the pros list. I don't know, you know? Uh, I do know, though, that that... What's happened here, like with the, with Reddit and with, uh, uh, not even just this, just the great, like the great awakening that's happening right now. Everybody waking up to 
to what's really going on. And, and like you were saying earlier, Boone, I think pe- most people have kind of known in the back of their head what's going on. But I, ne- I think that now people really get a chance to talk about it more, to express their views on it more, and to follow it more closely because we can just we can, we can just keep a, uh, minute to minute updated on, yeah, on what's, what's going happening. on in the world. That's never happened before, you know. That's it's never been like that before, and uh, going forward with social media, I think that you can you can bet that there's going to be a lot more legislation and regulation revolving around it. And I would really, I hope the best of luck to to uh, people like locals, the guy who's starting the, yeah, that company, yeah. locals. You know, uh, I really hope he's got like his own servers and stuff because if he's on like Amazon servers yeah, or if wonder- he's on GoDaddy's, then if he becomes any sort of competition to him, he's screwed. They'll just pull. It'd be plug, good to do. Uh, it'd you know? be good to do research but, uh, on that. I don't know if he is. I will say yeah. on the pros and cons thing. There's probably more cons to social media, but you got to remember it's not just the list of how long the list is, but how much weight that list holds. And the one thing that's on the pro side of social media is the memes. Oh, and that holds a lot of weight, dude. It holds a lot of weight, dude. Okay, okay, really quick, we're gonna put this this on this segment, and we want to save a little time for this. This is our segment called "Would You Rather." Jeremy, right. you're gonna join us for this one, man. Sorry, right. dude. I'm just gonna apologize to you from the beginning, man. <laughs> this is just when we kind of uh, gallivant off onto subjects uh, a little less relevant, and I guess really is what it really is, but maybe not. All right, number one, would you rather? Get stung by a Portuguese man-o'-war or whacked by a porcupine <laughs> in the leg. Both of them. Either uh, one. Portuguese. I, I live through it, right? <laughs> you got yeah. stung by one? No, no, I get to live through it, right? Oh, Whatever yeah, happens, yeah, 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 I live through the whole thing. But I would say uh, both, I would say both yeah. are different in the way they feel, but for I would sure. say both end up just sucking really bad. Yeah, oh, for sure. 100%, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, no. Well, so if, if, I, if, uh, if I'm near a city... Where I can get to a doctor real quick, I'm gonna go with the porcupine because they can give me something to Ned and give some morphine, knock me out. I don't know that there's anything that stops that man of war from feeling. Do you, can you get knocked out? Those, those things. No, are yeah, yeah, they that burns. I think right. it's more of a burn too. Right. It's a different feeling. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. with I'm gonna go with porcupine. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna have to same thing. Go with the porcupine. I mean that that man of war. Uh, that's like the big, uh, the, the uh, stingray, right? Yeah, no, 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 right. no, 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 no. That's manta ray. Like the, man the, o- the Portuguese man of war is oh, it's actually a small, it's actually a small yeah, jellyfish. Jelly yes, okay. Yeah, but they light you up. They light you oh, up. Yeah. Woo! I was thinking of the wrong thing. And they thing. don't die. The damn no. things don't die. No. Jellyfish. That's what they say. Jellyfish yeah. can live forever, right? Is that yeah. what they say? Well, yeah. Is that what they? I don't know. Is that what they say? I think I heard that. I've heard that. I've heard that before. At least, at least some type of a jellyfish can live forever but anyway so you would take the porcupine you think yeah i mean for sure i mean i mean that jellyfish is gonna burn yeah see i had this dog one time dude right and this dog was a uh he was a badass dude you know like he i i was younger and like i just looked up to the dog and i was always kind of i wasn't scared of him but like i respected him and until one day he got whacked by a porcupine (laughs) and i saw what it did to him I'll take that, you know. I'm it not broke him. It to the mouth, it right? broke him. <laughs> it broke him, dude. And from that day on, I don't think that dog was ever the same, man. I'll, I'm going to take the man of war on this yeah? one. I would, yeah. Plus, I love the ocean, dude. So right. I could then I could say I got stung by one, you, you know. Go, but uh, I probably regret that when it happened. 
I'm like, give me the Borgamon. It's too late. I'd be like Ace Ventura, you know, like, throw me another one. Yeah, go ahead and hit me with the Borgamon, too. All right, number two. Would you rather uh, get stuck in traffic, bumper to bumper? I bet you I know both. I bet you this is unanimous. I would be willing to bet on Peter Pan. I'd be willing to bet. Robin, Robin Hood. Hood, damn it. Robin. Damn it. <laughs> Keep forgetting, man. All right, here we go. All right, all right. It's all right. Peter Pan from now on. <laughs> There's going to be a competitive site, dude, right? All right. Would you rather get stuck in traffic, bumper to bumper in a hot city, or have a flat tire on a rural road with no cell service, but you do have a spare tire to change it? Oh, for sure. Oh, hell. But I want to be in the, in the world all the time. I don't, I don't want to go to the city. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm flat tire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Flat tire. Yeah. yeah, what was I thinking? Not even all right. competition. Number three, would you rather climb one of those big, tall cell towers to change one of the light bulbs or work on a deep-sea oil rig? Uh, I want to enjoy the oil rig, but I don't know that I would enjoy it knowing what I was doing. So yeah. I just go change a light bulb. Plus, they make a. You will climb that. You would climb it. You think if you if really. If I had to keep that job. Yeah. Yeah. There's safety harnesses, man. You're safe Damn, up there. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're dude. safe up there. I look up to you, man. You would. You would be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's great. What would you rather do? Man, I don't know, dude. Because I'm not cool with heights. Damn. <laughs> you know? Me neither. I am Me not neither, cool dude. with heights. Me neither. Uh, but man, I don't know if I'd be cool with being like, <laughs> like, how far down are those oil rigs at the bottom of those? You know, I don't. I was actually looking this up to see how they actually anchored them, and because there's different ways they do it. There's actually multiple techniques, and yeah. yeah, I mean, they're. I think they're pretty sturdy up there. But I also have seen like videos of some of those waves hitting them and stuff like that. Yeah, it, right. There's some. You know, you're in the ocean. You yeah, know, there's not yeah. really a saving grace there. But also, you have like explosions and things like that. You have to worry yeah. about. Not even just the ocean, so. Plus, it, when that happens, you're alive in the water in the ocean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When do, you fall do, off the do, tower, do, 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 do. it's just that one do, second do, do. splat. There's nothing Damn else it. to worry about You anymore. just opened my eyes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, what if like you do end up surviving for nine hours out there, and then black tips end up taking right. your toes off? Right. You know, right. next thing you know, it wasn't just an oil rig. You're like, you know, damn. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd still uh, take the oil rig. Because <laughs> I hate heights, dude. I hate heights, dude. I am never going to climb. I, I I could say it all I want. I swear, if I stood at the bottom of one of those towers, I I just couldn't do it. I would. I think I'd pass out. But they make like 60 grand a year, don't Dude, they? I would pass out, man. I could find another way to try to make 60 grand. Like, I would put a GoPro on me, so if I did pass out, like... I'm just halfway up, and all of a sudden I go limp. You know, you're gonna yeah. see like, oh man, he's out, he's out, he's just hanging there. No, okay. Uh, so what do you think, man? You're gonna go uh, deep sea? I would go. I would probably do the rig. The rig. I would. I would yeah. I, would, I don't like being out in the ocean either. You know, yeah. but but I don't know if I could. I mean, I lock up with heights, man. I don't even know if I can bring myself to climb a tower like that. All right, man, the last one right here, this is a tough one. This is the toughest one right here. Uh, would you rather live in New York City or Los Angeles, California? Dang. Neither. All right, that's it. We're done with that segment. All right, last segment. I believe it's number five. Again, uh, hopefully we're on track there. If it's not, it's not a big deal. So 
What we're going to talk about in this segment here is um, there was an old debate in American history that is called the Anti-Federalist versus the Federalist. We've talked about it a lot. Levi has, has talked about this uh, and actually really opened my eyes. I know I, I remember hearing about this in school a little bit, but, you know, dude, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> you know, I didn't know much about it, but uh, I get kind of clicked, you know, but uh uh, you know, it's an interesting debate, and I think it's a it's a very relevant debate, especially in today's world. It's crazy how how um, relevant it is. But I was wanted to talk to you about this because I I thought is the anti federalist versus the federalist has it kind of morphed into a modern like globalist versus anti globalist? You know, like it used right. to be this little. It was just stateside. Now it's right. more of like a global prob- problem, I guess. Yeah. No. I th- I. I... I think that that's, that's a very fair comparison, I think. Uh, you know, the anti-federalist and federalist debate was is a debate that most people just think of as just being something in the history books. It's, oh, you know, that debate, that's a 250-year-old debate. It's settled and over with. Well, I think we've talked about it on this show before that, you know, it really didn't get... It might have, you know, the federalists might have won and the new constitution got adopted, but uh, it really was a debate that kind of simmered on the back burner of American minds until, like we talked about, the uh, the issue of slavery acted as a catalyst that really brought it up. The, the Civil War was essentially, at its heart, a Federalist versus Anti-Federalist, you know, uh, debacle. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it was, was a big a, part of right, what was going it was on a big, there. It really yeah. was, you know. Uh, the the uh, Confederates, in a lot of ways, saw themselves as like the in the in the in the shoes of the founding fathers, you know. And, and I mean, you know. Uh, you can't you can't forget that America's first constitution was the Articles of Confederation. This this nation started off as a confederacy, and then we, we had the Federalist versus Anti-Federalist debate because the Articles of Confederation weren't perfect. But anyway, we've talked about that before on the show. Uh, I think that it really has shifted to more of a globalist a global. Uh, playing field now like you were saying everything back then in the 1700s you know the idea of a global government to them back then would, would have been just insane you know i mean the the british empire was pretty expansive but it certainly didn't cover the entire globe yeah you know uh but uh nowadays you you see power consolidated in such a way that global government isn't such a uh, far-fetched idea anymore and uh, the way you see power consolidated into things like the central banks, the Federal Reserve, these are owned not just in America. You know, they they've got they've got fingers all over the world. You know, and then you get into organizations like the UN, and we could talk forever about the UN. You know, uh, but in the same sense that at the time of the Federalist and the Anti-Federalist debate, the whole debate was who should have the most power. You know the central government, or the state governments. And you see that happening again today. I, Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. And, uh, it, it's going now, though, because the world is, let's, let's face it, the world's smaller nowadays. The world's a lot smaller. You know, I think you can fly around the world in like, 24 hours or something like that. It does not take very long to fly around the world. Anymore. Yeah, and information <laughs> uh, flies and informa- around And information in moves yeah. in seconds, exactly. The world is a lot smaller nowadays, and I think that nation-states today can be very comparable to the 13 colonies of, of, of <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that, that made up the, uh, the original Articles of Confederation, you know, and, and their struggle for 
sovereignty, but also their struggle to work together. Because even the Anti-Federalists recognized that under the Articles of Confederation, there still wasn't quite enough unity in the country. You know, things didn't work quite so smoothly. Yeah, they you needed, had, they needed know, more. They, need, uh, yeah. they, they, did, they certainly did need amending. But the Anti-Federalists also predicted, they, they predicted pretty spot on the money if you read the Anti-Federalist papers, the government we have today. And, you know, and while they, they admitted that, yes, at this time, it, 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 uh, it seems like a good idea, you know, but he said it's going to come back to bite us. In fact, one of the uh, writers of the Anti-Federalist Papers compared it to the Grecian, to the, uh, to the, the horse, the Roman, the horse at Troy. I forget, uh, what's the name of that again? The Trojan horse. The Trojan horse. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy had a left field. Yeah. Uh, say it louder, Jeremy. Say it louder. The Trojan horse. The Trojan horse. <laughs> that horse at Troy. You know what I'm talking about. Dang. Anyway. Uh, one of the one of the writers of the, of the Anti-Federalist com- papers compared the the Constitution to the uh, to the Trojan Horse. You know that hey, you know this seems like a great idea. Let's let you know. Let's let it in. Let's consolidate power into this federal government. But that it would really come back to bite us later. And you really see that now. I mean, you know, if any country in the world is going to lead something like a globalist government, it would be America. You know, that torch got passed over from Britain, I think, after World War One, pretty much. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and yeah, no, I think that that's definitely what you're seeing. I mean, the debate never really ended. Yeah. It just needs the right catalysts to bring it back up again. You yeah. Know? And, you, and yeah. You, it, it's happening again in our own country, and it's happening on a global scale. I think that people all over the world are waking up to global. You know, the only, the one thing, and this is so petty in this probably really but the problem i really have with being anti and i and i know that that's just a word that we use uh, historically i guess but uh when when the term anti seems to be a negative term you know like when you're anti something you know what i mean and then it makes you seem like that you're fighting something when you're not fighting that you just believe something different you're not anti that you just believe something else that's not that you know so uh you know but but i i did that's something that i was thinking about but again it, that's so petty it's like it's like pretty much moon we're gonna ask you not to think again yeah yeah well well the thing about being the another thing is like when you're when you are anti something like if you really are like super and like anti-trump you end up sitting there fighting trump fighting trump and you lose all your character in the process you know and that's something that's just it maybe yeah i don't know maybe it's not yeah Okay, and the other thing here is, um, I, I I hate to rag on this guy, but damn, you know, I mean, he just comes up out of nowhere every time, and he doesn't mean anything, anything <laughs> to us really, but it just states the hypocrisy that goes on, and every now and then you have to say it because really, what's happened here with COVID, in my opinion, uh, is that you know something's come along that they were able to politicize, and they took every damn advantage to politicize the, uh, to politicize it to the full extent. And Andrew Cuomo out of New York, no better example than that. And he did this, uh, he did this interview yesterday, where in in the interview he said, "quote Incompetent governments kill people," and he repeated it again. He said it twice, and then he said, "More people died than needed to die in the COVID." Then, the Attorney General of New York released um, speculation that. Possibly 50% more people 
than were originally reported actually died from the nursing homes that he took took people out of hospitals, put them in nursing homes. When other people got sick, they put them back into hospitals. Those people died in the hospitals. They claimed them as hospital deaths when really they had gotten sick from the nursing homes that he put people into. So it just transferred back out. So there was originally 8,000 reported. She said the number is closer to 13,000 people that died in nursing homes. And uh, he wrote a book in the middle of this. So that's just something that we about, about how to handle a crisis. So uh, uh, I just had know, to throw that in there because yeah. it's, it's absolutely, I can't believe that, dude, if I get pulled over and I have a, uh, you know, a little bit too much weed, they will ruin my life. And that there are people on this planet that can get away with this shit. It, it boggles my mind. Yep. You know? Well, you know, and this is what happens when you consolidate power. Not and, and, I mean, to loop it right back into what we were just talking about, I mean, Cuomo, he's what the, he's the governor of New York, right? Yeah. So we're talking about a state that's doing this. This isn't even the federal government. This is just a state. You know, the, but this is what happens even when you consolidate power into any sort of centralized government. Uh, you... When you hand power to a politician to do something like that, the scope of their of their destruction can just be so much greater than if individuals would have just been allowed to handle this situation with some common sense and to the be- and and you know to the best of their abilities. You know, I mean, the scale that the, you know to think that one person's just one person's. Uh, Actions could result in how how many deaths did you say it was that that, that they figured out thirteen, 13 around thirteen thousand yeah, possibly yeah thirteen thousand deaths because of because of one person's decisions yeah that's what happens when you consolidate power the 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 scope of their actions is a lot yeah. broader yeah. than when an individual makes a mistake yeah and and that's when that's when I really don't think it is some cynical thing I just think they think they're gonna help. And exactly. it's an ideology. They think they're going to help, and it's just not effective. Oh, man. So the worst things in history, they've all been done under the pretext of, well, we're just trying to help. Yeah. 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 The pretext. Yeah. <laughs> Men of the power pretext. have been chasing control for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Social media has given people the ability to interact with each other. Back in the day when Hitler chased world power for the first time, Hitler had to go to a city, take it over, convince everybody what he wanted. They convinced neighboring countries because things went so great, right? And Hitler slowly but surely started taking over the world. Globalism has been an idea that's been around for quite some time, only held among those who truly want power, truly want control of the whole scenario. I don't know about y'all, but I'm okay being in control of my little bitty farm that I got going on. I don't need to control everybody else, but there are men out there who do. There are men and women out there who yeah. want that power. Yeah. And yeah. we now have the ability to talk to each other. And we now have the ability to communicate in seconds. I- ideas fly, man. They fly yeah. through the yeah. right? Yeah. And so globalism is just going to fall into place easier than ever before because like-minded people have the ability to get on subreddits. They probably don't use yeah. Reddit, right? But they use whatever page yeah. they can. Like-minded people have the ability to get together and talk so, to so each other. So in some ways, you're saying that technology is globalism, essentially, right? So where does it go to? Yeah. He's helping that scenario. Yeah. Think about our currency. It's true. We were, That's a good point. We were talking about currency earlier. See, it's all virtual. Oh, oh, oh the, the currency, man. That, that's a, that, that, that one's coming. Yeah. That one yeah. is coming. You're right. right. And it has already come in Bitcoin, but the governments are going to... <sighs> They're going to it's start to be do a that. Well, and like you, and like you said with Robinhood, 
I'm sorry, like Peter you said Pan. with Peter Pan. <laughs> I got it that time, I get it right. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I got it wrong again, you know. But uh, no, what you said with Peter Pan is like <laughs> that, that, that it's not even real money. I mean, it's just, it's already kind of crypto. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's already, it's yeah. not even. I mean, it's, but so just so y'all know, we haven't mined enough gold on earth in all the mining we've done just to cover America's debt. There's not enough gold just to cover our own debt. And that's only one country. Yeah. 200 and something countries in the entire world. Yeah, yeah, no, that's crazy. Uh, you know, that's the other thing is like, you know, you kind of start to think is like, what if, what if like Wall Street decides, you know, let's, let's bring people into this digital stock market because when we do, we kind of got all their monies now, they, their money, all their money that they makes on our platforms. Yeah. We can control it. We, you know, it's kind of like, so they're welcoming people on it. Sure. Because they know that they can control it, and uh, that's why. So when I make when I make some money, man, it's uh, I've got this mattress. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, dude, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. No, they would be disappointed if they come and flip my mattress. They're not gonna find anything. Yeah. Not anything they want to find. That's right. for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to close on, or anything, or is that is that it? I think we, uh, I think we've covered it pretty well tonight, man. I mean, uh, that like you said earlier, there's just so much going on in the world nowadays. Wait, wait, you know, not that there's really any more going on than there's always been, but we can just keep up with so much more nowadays than we've ever been able to keep up with. And there's a lot of things that we don't get to cover on this show. I know there are, you know, but uh, but I think we covered the big one. I, absolutely, we couldn't ignore the. Uh, the events of the past couple of days. You yeah, know, that's that, wild. That's, just, that's a big That story. really is wild. If I can't but, say, uh, regardless of what's going yeah. on in life, it sure is great to live in the hill country. Oh, it oh, is. Absolutely. Wake up to birds chirping, yeah. my rooster crowing. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? It sure is we great had, to wake up We had to way. say something about Texas. I think this might... We always say something about Texas yeah, on the show. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, come on. Yeah, no, no yeah. place. Yeah, it's a great... It's a great... It's a great place, and I am a... I'm happy to live here too, man. I love this place. And in the woods, I was just talking about. No, yeah, just rurally, yeah, rurally, rurally. yeah, and, and we love, yeah, and you know, really, Texas, you know, Texas is kind of um, an interesting place. You know, I mean, the growth, the growth thing here, I think, is the one thing that we could always kind of tie back to. Is I think if there's one thing people in Texas probably would really focus on is the amount of people moving here. As a matter of fact, I just talked to another real estate agent uh, to whom I really actually. Uh, would have never even talked politics to ever because he's just not that type of person. And uh, he started talking to me a little bit and was talking to me about how he can't believe how many people are moving here from other states of all of his life, his dad being a realtor, him being a realtor, seeing a massive influx of people. So I think from Texas-wise, since we do have, you know, we are from Texas and, you know, I mean, it's just that the problems right now that are going on are so much bigger than just exactly. in Texas. And, yeah, and that's sure. why we yep. just live in Texas and, the hill country is beautiful, but the other thing too, Levi, and saying this like it's just fun to do this to be able to talk to people and get together and and uh, be able to have a platform to even talk. And you know, for some people who say you know, a is free speech dead? Free speech is actually not dead, but but you got to be cautious with that because they're never gonna kill it. It won't go out like that, you know. They'll right. start to test the waters. Exactly. Test the waters, you know, cancel yeah. a couple of podcasts, cancel a couple of social media platforms. And I think the fact that people can get on and communicate right now um, off of social media, but on their own platforms where, you know, it's 
it's it's it's it can be more of a healthy environment. For sure. I think it actually could be a good movement in, in the in the end. Uh, but you just got to see, man. You know, movements are born, whether they're good or they're bad. They're born, they live, they die, and it's all they're good and bad essentially. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, but anything else, guys? I think that's good, man. Oh, we used to record. Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. You want to say something? Yeah, you want to say anything else? No, that's it. No. Um, yeah, no. We're by. You can edit that out. Yeah, we're gone. No, we're not editing anything. We're gone. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.